Hello, and welcome to my story, Abundant Life, right now. My name is Jana, and I want to thank all of you who have tuned in today. We pray that you'll continue to join us and invite others to join us for a new episode every week. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire, inform, and uplift all those who choose to tune in. If you haven't already, hit the follow button so that you'll be notified of each week's new broadcast. If you have a share button, please share this with others so that they can listen as well. If you're listening on on Anchor, uh, I want to encourage you to leave an audio comment for me by clicking on the plus message icon on the homepage of our podcast. I'd love to hear from you and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Usually each podcast episode is based on one word and each episode includes various and separate segments that spring from my personal experiences with life after my diagnosis. And we hope that everyone facing any type of challenge will hear something during this podcast that will inform and inspire them. This week's focus is the word, How Be It? And our format consists of three segments presented in the following order. Words of Inspiration, Challenge of the Week, and Poetry Spotlight. And now, Words of Inspiration. Words of Inspiration In last week's episode, episode 34 of My Story, Abundant Life Right Now, we talked about Samson and fulfillment of his purpose in Judges chapter 16. But I wasn't able to move on to other scripture after completing that episode. Other truths stood out to me and kept percolating in my spirit as concerns the story of Samson. Let's examine this scripture again. Judges 16, starting at verse 19, says, And she made him sleep upon her knees, and she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. Verse 20, And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep, and said, I will go out, as at other times before, and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him, and put out his eyes, and brought him down to Gaza, and bound him with fetters of brass, and he did grind in the prison house. Verse 22, How be it? The hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. I want to focus on this word, Habit, and where it is positioned in the story of Samson, because where it appears, it signals a shift in what's happening in Samson's life. In verse 20, we see that the Lord was departed from Samson. This is not that the Lord walked away from him or abandoned Samson. It is a statement describing how sin, disobedience, arrogance, pride, Lust separate us from God, not him from us. Before the word howbeit, we see what Delilah and the Philistines did to Samson from cutting his hair off to forcing him to work the grindstone in the prison. After the word howbeit, we see the Philistines worshiping their God and celebrating the fact that they had captured Samson 
who now no longer had the strength to fight and overcome them. What they didn't know was that while they celebrated and worshipped a false god, they were persecuting a chosen man of God and committing blasphemy against the one true God. With both of these actions, they brought damnation on themselves. And during that time of celebration, God showed Samson that he was still where he could be found. He was still accessible to Samson, but Samson had to confess with his mouth that he recognized who God is. While the Philistines partied and got drunk, Samson and God reconnected. We know this because when Samson addressed God in prayer in verse 28, he said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee only this once, O God. He recognized God as the Lord God. He knew he had done wrong against God because he asked him to remember him. And he acknowledged that the Lord God was the source of his strength by asking him to give him strength again. After his prayer to God, we see in verse 30 that now that connection to God has been reestablished, the purpose originally set in motion for his life could resume and be accomplished. Samson's careless treatment of the gift God had given him had interrupted his life's purpose, but it did not cancel it. When Samson was doing what he wanted to do, separating himself from God, God's plan didn't stop or go away. It stood, waiting for its actuator, Samson, to return to his post and complete his life's mission. God never changes, and what he says and sets in motion must come to pass no matter what. Because as Isaiah 46, 9 says, For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. The word howbeit means nevertheless or however. So everything that was said or written before that word does not have to have bearing on what happens after that. Delilah had enticed Samson and he fell prey to her wiles. He had not been a good steward with the gift God had given him. The gift he had given him to defeat the enemies of his chosen people. He had thrown his relationship with God away in favor of having a good time. And there were consequences. But God does not leave us by ourselves to fend for ourselves. He signals his presence by allowing Samson to see that despite everything you've done and everything they've done to you, I am still God. I am still with you. And I am still in control. And what we started before this happened must be completed after. Remember, the King James Version Bible Dictionary defines how be it as be, be it as it may or nevertheless, notwithstanding, yet or however. 
And the scripture, howbeit the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. You threw away what I gave you. Nevertheless, howbeit, I'm still here. And if you acknowledge that I am God, we're going to finish what we started. You showed disregard for the purpose that I placed on your life before you were even born. However, howbeit, I'm still here and we're going to see this through to the end. You turned away from me, yet, howbeit, you are still the man I have chosen for this job. Samson threw away his gift and severed his tie with God, yet, howbeit, God gave him the opportunity to fulfill his purpose, for Samson bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. Samson, like all the other heroes listed in Hebrews, were listed as heroes because they were all used by God to achieve God's purposes. So how do we apply the howbeit principle to our lives? If you have not been all you know that God wants you to be, there's a howbeit in your future, a before and an after, so to speak. I failed miserably before God. However, howbeit, I will ask for forgiveness, get rid of everything that comes between me and God, and finish strong. Keep in mind that what happened before does not have to have any bearing on what happens next. Instead, we embrace life in Christ and let His Spirit change us, making us better and stronger for the journey ahead. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. The other way we let the howbeit principle affect our lives is in how we perceive or react to our situations or circumstances. Think back over your life. How many times has the howbeit principle been applied to a situation or series of situations or circumstances in your life? I've lost count of the number of times I've experienced miracles as a result of the howbeit principle. I've told you about this once before, but it serves as a testament to God's great power, so I'm going to tell you again. When a preteen, I became very ill, ill unto death. Doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with or how to help me. I grew worse by the day and lost my sight and feeling on one side of the body was gone. I heard doctors and nurses whisper, I don't think she's going to make it. But God had a plan for my life. And his purpose for my life had to be fulfilled. My eyesight was waning. Paralysis was getting worse. Pain racked my body. And the doctors stood scratching their heads with no answers and no solutions. One doctor finally ordered a spinal tap, which led to surgery, which led to a decrease in headaches. 
and my steady decline turned into apprehensive hope on the doctor's part. But doctors still said they doubted that I would ever see again. How be it? Nevertheless, yet, one day, a few days after the surgery, I was able to see a shadowy outline of the face of my favorite doctor. And so began steady progress towards my discharge from the hospital. Before the surgery, after the surgery. My hobbyist experience. Before God moved on the doctors, giving them knowledge as to what to do for me, I was dying. Despite my grave prognosis, howbeit, all of their naysaying, my latter is greater than my past. While I had to learn to speak clearly again, learn to walk without shuffling my feet, and waited several years to be declared legally sighted again by my eye specialist who was astounded to see that day come, several howbeits later, I live. I speak and I see today. God had purpose for my life. I didn't know. My parents didn't know and certainly my doctors didn't know. But God knew that on September 4th, 2021, four decades later, someone would need to hear me declare God's great power and his great works on a podcast that he directed me to start. What is man? that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man, that thou visited him. Come what may, nevertheless, yet, however, are all words that take you from your before to your after, that take you beyond your current circumstance to greater places in God. Let the howbeit principle work in your life. Challenge of the week. I challenge you to take some time this week to reference, read, and study some scriptures that have the words yet, nevertheless, and notwithstanding in them. Read the context so that you see how the word is used in the scripture. And then pull out your journals and add these scriptures that point to hope to your arsenal of weapons toward fighting against your spiritual enemies. Don't forget, what happened before does not have to have a direct impact on what happens next. Poetry Spotlight Though times can get rough, and I sometimes run out of strength to be tough, yet will I praise him. Even when I feel all alone, because everyone has gone, yet will I praise him. When the doctor's report is grave, and the children refuse to behave, yet will I praise him. And though money always seems to be tight, 
and the condition of the environment has made it difficult to tell morning from night. Yet will I praise him. Problems on the job have become the norm, and I experience damage in every storm. Yet will I praise him. Our marriage has certainly seen better days. In our quest to find answers, we've run out of ways. Yet will I praise him. I've come to know you better as I navigate this journey. You hold out your arms and lovingly take care of me. So I will yet praise you. And through it all, you remain the keeper of my soul. You, Jesus, are the one who makes me truly, truly whole. Therefore, inasmuch, and because of who you are, I will yet praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Please join us again next week. Tell your friends about this podcast and share it with them so they can become a part of the Abundant Life Right Now family. Remember, allow the Howbeit Principle to work in your life, eradicating the effects of your past and catapulting you into a bright future in God. Don't forget, I'd love to hear from you, so press the plus message button to leave your audio comment and feedback. Until next week. I pray that God continue to bless you to live abundant life right now.